0: Came a long way from here, different atmosphere And me hanging on every word, saying this'll be different And the feeling comes after, like I'm going backwards And it's all on me, and it's all on me
1: Hello, welcome to another edition of Surviving the Golden Ages podcast. My name is Robert Frezza. Today we are interviewing eclectic musician, songwriter, and producer, Tae Shi. Growing up in Columbia and Canada, Tae Shi developed an avant-garde style all her own. You might recognize some of her songs, including Die for Your Love, which was released back in 2020. With 10 years in the music business, Teishi is embarking on some exciting new things, including a tour with Kimbra. Check out our interview right now. So, we're here with Teishi. Teishi, welcome to uh, Surviving the Golden Ages podcast.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Um, how are you today?
0: And good, you know, I'm a little overwhelmed just uh, getting ready to go on tour for like a month and a half so just like doing last minute preps prep for that. but yeah, good overall.
1: Awesome, awesome. We're gonna get into the tour in just a little bit um but first I want to go a little little ways back with you. What was it like growing up in Colombia and Canada? Is that where you got your inspiration to become Shi?
0: Yeah. Um, so I spent like my early childhood in Colombia. Um, when I was like eight years old, my family moved to Vancouver, Canada. Um, and still very much kind of like having like, you know, family and, and a home base in Colombia. And when I was a teenager, we moved back to Colombia and then back to Canada. And so I kind of grew up like back and forth between these very, very different countries and cultures. Um, so it was a lot of uh, kind of, uh, I guess, some instability, you know, overall, um, but it was also really formative, for sure, because I was kind of learning to, like, be able to adapt to really different environments and and to, like, and really, like, developing my own kind of um, taste and, and idea of you know, what What I liked and, and what was, I guess, influencing me at that time was like really eclectic um, because of, the, you know, the back and forth. And um, yeah, I think, I think Teishi and um, myself as an artist is definitely very um, formed by those experiences.
1: Amazing. Uh, I got turned on to you with two, 2020's uh, Die For Your Love. I love this song.
0: Oh, cool!
1: Very dope (laughs) tune. I love it. But I want to go back a little. Um, to your, I I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Saudade EP, 2013's Saudade EP. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah,
0: it's you're close. (laughs) uh,
1: Tell me how you pronounce it because I'm not sure how you.
0: Well, it's it's a word in Portuguese, so which I'm not at all fluent in Portuguese, but uh, Saudade, I believe, is is kind of the the portuguese pronunciation for
1: it okay cool um i'll let you pronounce it <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, how perfect.
1: have you evolved from from that because you you've been in the game for almost like 10 years now
0: yeah yeah i mean it's been very much a, a process of learning as i go i i started out I mean that that EP I released just almost by accident, you know, was not something that I was intending to like really put out there and and start a career on. Um, I just kind of put it online and it ended up on a on a popular blog and it kind of started taking off from there. And um, so I started from a really really like independent DIY place, just gigging around New York where I was living and. Um, just releasing things myself and, and from there kind of had some successes, signed some label deals, put out some albums. I'm now kind of full circle back to being fully independent and, and doing things kind of more like I did in the beginning. And so it's just been huge ups and downs, a lot of learning, not only, um, about, you know, myself as an artist and, um, Learning about recording and production and writing and my voice more, and exploring all of the creative side, but also learning a lot about the business and this industry, and you know, navigating that. so i can I can say that it's been a roller coaster, but i I really feel like everything that I've experienced in these, yeah, nearly ten years I've been doing this have really like brought me to this moment where I'm at now. and um really knowing myself as an artist and feeling really really confident in the music and and the choices that i'm making um so yeah so it's been a, a lot of learning
1: yeah i bet i bet um your beats are infectious and you have amazing lyrics to match take me through Thank your you. process in the studio what how do you lay down the music and the lyrics Is it you you think of the lyrics first or do you do you think of the music first how how's is it's is, simultaneous What? how does it work yeah.
0: it's pretty different um for every song but um you know like i would say like earlier on um i was more kind of starting from a lyric or a melody and building a song out just with my voice and kind of making these like acapella arrangements of you know i, I want the drums to do this i want um like the chords to do this and i would do that all with my voice because i i don't really play an instrument i mean i can kind of get around you know and and make something but um i'm not a, a an instrumentalist so i relied a lot on my voice and that was kind of how i started um making songs and and kind of producing um now it's a little bit more of um like yeah sometimes a lyric will spark it um but you know I I work with I collaborate with a lot of different um producers and so um there's a good amount of like going into the studio with someone and just kind of throwing out like vibes and and thoughts and references and then you know like some chords will happen I'll get a melody in my head the lyrics might flow from there and then And then I'll just be like, you know, throwing out ideas. Oh, like, wouldn't it be cool if the drums did this or, or they will, you know, do something on an instrument and then that'll open up a whole idea of lyrically for me. So it's really, really, um, it really depends. um, But I would say like writing wise, like, especially with my melody and my lyrics, I always do kind of need a period of like, just sitting by myself with. Uh, whatever I have already, whether that's just like chords or whether that's like a whole demo of a beat and um, and really developing like the lyrics and the melody on my own, that's like a process that sometimes it happens immediately, sometimes it's just something I chip away at for like months. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's always very different the starting point, um, but yeah, I kind of like I kind of like switching it up. Not heard, using the same formula every time
1: i think i read or heard that you produce your own stuff too is that right
0: i do i produce um i would say like uh production is probably the thing that i i feel the least like comp well not that's not true i production is the thing that i'm still learning kind of the most about and i produce and i've I've produced some of my own songs and I produce a lot alongside, you know, co-produce alongside other producers. Um, so yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's interesting. Like the writing and the production um, creation process for me is very hand in hand. And um, I do like collaborating with other people, especially with other producers. Cause I find like, I learn a lot from watching other pe- the way that other people work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: very cool. Um, do you feel any pressure for your new material to do as well as your older material?
0: Um, I think I feel more. Well, I think I feel more pressure for it to do better. To be honest, uh, I feel like I've kind of maintained like a certain level of. Um, I don't know, a, a certain level with my music so far that's been kind of steadily growing, um, but there hasn't really been a moment of like huge, like, you know, oh, she took off or this is like, you know, the defining thing. And I think I've I've been kind of growing my project and, and my music really, and my fan base, like really gradually over the years. Um, but I definitely feel, I don't know if I'd call it pressure because I'm definitely trying to, just use that word less, think that way less, but I may be more motivation for um, my new music and whatever I make down the line to be just better and hopefully more successful than the last thing I did.
1: Okay, Okay. well put. Um, you partnered with many iconic brands, including MoMA, Helmet Lang, etc. Um, how important is it to cross over to art and fashion and will you continue doing so in 2023?
0: I will continue doing so. It's something I would like to do much more of. I feel like music is, um, you know, obviously one corner of the art world, but it's so interwoven with, um, you know, visual art, dance, fashion, Um just like theater. I think that it's so exciting to see where all these different, um, all these different kind of worlds within art kind of can collide and collaborate. And I love fashion. I love dance. I love theater. I love, you know, all these different kind of art forms. And I think it's something that I'm, I'm looking to do more, just finding ways to bring, you know, what I have to bring to the table um, musically and, Creatively um outside of just music for sure.
1: Very cool. Um what's your favorite song you've created thus far?
0: Um I yeah. think that yeah, well, he, changes. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I think yeah. it's like changes all the time. I think right now I really am very proud of um my song uh When He's Done off of my second album, La Linda um it's just like a it's it's a song song like I I feel like it's it's a song that it kind of sounds like a classic like I think it could be just vocals and guitar it could be with like an orchestra it could just take so many forms and I I'm just I'm proud of the songwriting on it and of um like how I pushed my voice on it so yeah I would say that one right now is resonating a lot for me
1: Okay, and when's the new EP coming out? And you got the Kimbra tour. You're going to be on tour with Kimbra, as we mentioned
0: earlier. Yes. Yeah, I'm about to leave to go on tour with Kimbra for like six weeks. And um, my new EP is coming out March 17th. So that'll be like right around the end of the tour. Um, and I'm so excited to put this EP out. Um, yeah, just really, really can't wait to get it out there.
1: I got two more questions for you. I'm gonna let you go. Thoughts on the Grammys last night?
0: I did not watch a single second. I have to say, like I, I, I'm gonna have to just go online and like look at some clips. I've just been so busy like packing for tour, getting ready, rehearsing, that I just like haven't even I haven't even seen any of it.
1: Well, I hope to see I'm on there one day. That'll be really cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you. I hope so too. <laughs>
1: and any any last thoughts for your fans, or any last thoughts that you want to share with um with us here on the podcast?
0: Yeah, um, to my fans, I guess I would say like, thank you so much for sticking with me. It's been, like I said, it's been like coming on ten years of of a really gradual build, and I feel like m- my listeners have really literally seen me learn and evolve through my music and through my releases and I'm I'm really grateful for for the fan base that I have and and I feel like I have a very um very real and very loyal fan base and I just can't wait to give more and and just share more um and for anyone who hasn't heard my music I there's I feel like there's something in there for everyone so um yeah check it out and come see me live
1: <laughs> Yeah, definitely definitely. Uh, are you gonna be playing any new york city dates
0: yeah so um there is a new york city date on the kimber tour and uh, i'll be announcing a few more of my own headline tours very soon so Amazing. that'll be out there soon yeah
1: Great. well thank you so much uh taishi for doing this with me i appreciate it and uh mm-hmm. much further success to you and uh we'll be talking to you soon again
0: Thanks so much. All
1: Thank right.
0: You.